You're listening to the Superman Super Show, episode number 48, The Strong Arm Assaults. Hello and welcome to the Superman Super Show. I'm a host. My name is Steven. And a thousand miles over there to my right is another host, Mr. Ed Moore. Howdy, Ed. Howdy. How's things? Um, well, they're, they're going along, you know, it's, uh, first, is this, yeah, I guess this is the first actual day of spring. So regardless of where in North America you live, so it is for you and me and yeah, Chris Parton, Chris Parton has joined us live. That kind of reminds me, I think every once in a while we need to remind folks about this folks who may only listen to the show and never watch us live or watch the videos. Um, we do live stream as we're recording. And so uh, throughout episodes, you may hear Ed or I. Seems like we're talking to somebody who's not there, but we're responding to comments that are being left uh, from our live, not studio audience. Which, if you are listening live, it's on YouTube. Oh, no, wait, you already know that. That's right. That's right. That's there was a really good episode. Uh, well, most of the episodes of WKRP in Cincinnati was Mm. good, but do you remember the one with the tornado? Mm -hmm. That was it the tornado? No, I I can't remember if it was the tornado or if it was the the episode with the bomb that blew up the transmitter. But regardless, something they they couldn't transmit anymore. I'm pretty sure it was the it was the, the bomb at the at the transmitter. Okay, but Bailey was on the phone in Jennifer's desk and she's like, no, ma'am, I'm sorry, but we're off the air. And then she goes, how are we supposed to announce that we're off the air if we're off the air? And I always, I always enjoyed that line. Yep. My, uh, my two favorite episodes, the Thanksgiving Turkey episode, of course, course, and the Johnny fever getting drunk, becoming a better DJ (laughs) episode. Yeah. His, his reaction time is better. Better faster, is, the, the, the more, the more drunk he gets. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a good episode. Yeah, that, I miss those that are my show. two favorite episodes. Yeah. Do you have any, uh, did you schedule or did you uh, prepare any banter? Well, for today? I, I did uh, just want to bring up, I uh, spend most of my social media time on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I'm part of a uh, group. I don't want to name the group in case anybody listens that is in the group. I don't want to directly insult them, but uh, it is a group of fellow bloggers and podcasters of like, supposedly, ilk, uh, as we are, comic book based. Mm-hmm. And today, I just, I, I had, and I, I wasn't necessarily in the best of moods today anyways, but uh, reading through, I, I just, I had enough of a, a particular theme of discussion and I'll, I'll read what I tweeted, and, and it'll be pretty much self-explanatory. Okay. I tweeted, I'll keep to my paper heroes, thanks. I watch movies and TVs, but my heart is in comics. Nothing is better than what I can do in my head in between the pages. John Byrne is my favorite Superman. Neil mm-hmm. Adams is my favorite Batman. And George Perez is my favorite Wonder Woman. Now get off my lawn. So that I, I just the 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 um the expression of distaste for 
choices movie studios makes. Oh, uh, yeah. Just to, to put it as uh, fairly as I can. It was was being thrown about rather unpopularly. And I was just like, dog, look. I, I just... You know, the one whenever anybody starts complaining about, you know, I don't know why they hired, you know, cast this person in this role and blah, blah, blah. I always remind folks back in 88, 89, when it was announced that Michael Keaton oh, was yeah. going to play Batman. Who? And yeah, yeah everybody, Beetlejuice, the guy yeah. from Mr. Mom is going to be Mr. Batman. Mom. Everybody yeah. was angry. Yeah. And ever since then, every time they cast a new person as Batman, most of the people say, oh, they'll never do as good as Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is Batman. That's, you know, and it's, you didn't think so back in 89. Right. That's you, not you what thought, you said yeah. then. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, anytime they cast anybody, because I, I also was, I was really, Michael Keaton, really? Because it, it, it didn't make any time, sense to me. It was yeah. a very interesting choice. Uh, we, but we ever have since it. then, I never... Um, I never, yeah. I try not to question it because most of the time well, it's good. Well, first of all, it, you know, we, we have come to, to, you, you have to have come to acknowledge by this point that anything on TV or movies is a completely separate world yes. than what you get on the paper. Yes. So trying to say any type of comparison with the actual source material just yeah. falls flat because it. Yep. By now, it is blatantly obvious that is not what they do. Yeah. They use it maybe, maybe for a jumping off point, and that's all they use it for. Yep. Now, maybe the actors or actresses, they might spend more time than yeah. the screenwriters or the directors to get the the character, because there's there's you have more flexibility, I think, with trying to nail a particular character from the comic book. Yeah. Then you do the storyline and the setting and and all the characters around yep. and all that stuff. Um so you know I, I will hand it to those actors or actresses that do take the time and you know they're told, well, loosely the the playwright based this on the uh, X and X storyline uh that was in the X book and they'll read it. Yeah. Yep. It's like good on you. Yep. You're you're trying to do what comic book fans have been wanting, even though you won't be successful because the director and the material you have to work yeah. with aren't going to allow yeah. you to do it. Yep. But you're you're making that effort. So, okay. Yeah, good. I always enjoy seeing pictures online of an actor or an actress in a comic book store buying oh, a bunch of back issues of the character they're they're going to be playing in the in a couple of weeks. I always like that. Yeah. Yeah, when, when after they get announced, they're caught at Midtown Comics and they have a big stack of trades. Yeah, and yep, it's like, yep. okay, but that's part the of thing your is, studying. You've got the script in the car, and now here's your trades. It's like, okay. Yeah. The, the, the people who complain about stuff like that are probably the same people that complain anytime anything happens in the comic that, that they don't like. That's not oh, my, yeah. that's not my yeah. Superman. Superman would never do that. And it's like, well, but he just did. So, hey, yeah, he he does yeah. now. So uh, he does uh, now, yeah. right? Yeah. Hey, speaking of Superman, the the bit of banter I jotted down for tonight, uh, for this episode, I I the Superman number one, uh, hit the DC app today, so I was able to give okay. it a read. Uh, okay, really, uh, really enjoyed it. I'll 
I I have uh, talking about that for the third episode, as a matter okay. of fact. All so right, so let's. Uh, I'll I'll, mm-hmm. I'll add to your conversation here here in a, in a couple. Well, let me let me switch then to to my what? my third episode banter that I have oh, oh, written down. Okay. Have you watched uh, Ted Lasso? No. Oh, you should. It is so good. The third season just launched. I've I've been going back and watching the old ones. Um, yeah, it's a it's a great show. Is that the one about the dude that's a baseball coach? He's he a, a football coach? coach from Kansas football, who okay. has been hired to coach a, a soccer team in England. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Played by Jason Sudeikis, who is from Kansas. All right. So, And he's such a, his, the character is just like super positive and super optimistic. And, and uh, it, can, it can be a very just positive, fun, optimistic kind of show. Um. Chris Parton loves Ted Lasso. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those shows, though, that, you know, the, you watch the first episode and you're like, oh, that's pretty good. Second episode. Yeah, that's, that's good, too. By the fourth episode, though, it's you're just you realize how special the show is because mm. they've they've already, they've introduced all the characters. They've kind of let you know, here's who these characters are. Doug S. also loves uh, Ted Lasso. They, they let you know, here's who these characters are. In kind of a one-dimensional way, like here's the boss, and right. she's 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 cranky. Here's this guy, and he's stupid, and he's uh, very egotistical. But you know, as the show goes on, they just get deeper and deep. It's it's it, it's just great. It's just such a great show. The characters are very well thought out and very well performed. And uh, cool, yeah. Apple TV, dude. It's only like four ninety nine a month or something. Apple too. I may already. Have, I don't think we that's have what, that one. We might. I'll have to look and see. That's what uh, Ted Lasso's on now. Here's what I would say: Wait till season three is done, then just get a month of Apple TV oh, and watch all three seasons. Binge, <laughs> yeah. binge it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're only I don't I don't know ten twelve episodes a season, thirty minute long episodes. Okay, but they're they're really good. Well, cool. I'll so we add that have to my list. Yeah, good stuff. We have Doug. Yes, we have Chris Parton and we have Terry Moore joining us live. All Welcome. right. Uh, my daughter just heated up a Totino's party pizza and it smells so good. I bet it does. All party right. Pizza. So, right. Sorry. Right. 80s rap. Did you have there. did you have one of those local pizza places that stayed open later than the bars so that everybody would or you know, when you were in your twenties oh. and well, you know, I, I didn't really go to the bars to then check and see if the pizza places were open later. So I, <laughs> I, I honestly can't say we right. may have, um, yeah. I know, uh, let's see. No, I don't, I don't know. Come to think of it. For those in the area listening, pizza shuttle, Lawrence, Kansas, still around. Cool. Cheap, cheap pizza stayed open past the, 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 when the bars would be open. So You'd always you'd go to a club, you'd watch a band, you'd go home, and three in the morning you'd get some pizza shuttle. That's so. That's what you did. You played yeah. the gig, and then well, went no. and got pizza after the gig. Yeah, sometimes we would. Sometimes we would go see a band. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Usually, if we weren't playing, we were we were there to see a band. So. So as a band, you went to see bands. Oh yeah. Okay. Not always as a group, uh, but you know, one of the the the, the band I was in for the longest time, the, the guitar player was my best friend growing up in high school. So 
Yeah. We were always doing crap together. Okay. Okay. Is that, are we bantered out for this episode? I, I think we're good. Yep. More, more right. next episode, guys. Hang in there. Yes. We, Ed and I are not big fans of the what? small talk, so we uh, schedule and plan out our what? banter. We're, we're trying to keep the energy up. We we, right. we 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 notice some things over time, and and we're trying to to change things up a little bit to yeah, e- even the flow, as it were. Yep. All right. So today we're looking at the strong arm assaults, which appeared in Action Comics number twenty eight. Uh, this was written by Jerry Siegel with pencils and inks by Jack Burnley, and letters by Betty Bentley. I actually. Hey. His wife. Based Oh, very nice. That was I think we, uh, I think Bentley is like her maiden name. Uh because bye Chris. I, Chris is I, leaving. Uh what? What you yeah. you just got here, dog? I know. Oh, Weak sauce is what that's no called. No doubt. That's what they say in Japan. <laughs> um Bentley Burnley or Burnley Bentley. I've seen her name, whichever order. But yeah, she turns out to be his wife. And she's gonna <laughs> okay. be around for uh several of the art jobs that he does she will okay. be there with him and you had mentioned in one of the previous episodes that you had gotten some information from the grand comic database and yes and so now as i put shows together i'm using both mike's amazing world of comics and the grand comics database and that's where okay. betty bentley came from that wasn't over on mike's so. oh was it not okay yeah uh, mm-hmm. they have it listed as betty burnley bentley and then the oh. note down here says jack burnley's Sister lettered all of his work, starting with this story through September 1942. So when, oh, this is f- September 4th. So for the next two <laughs> years. Wow. Um, and here, an interesting reference to something I've never heard of. It says, see the comics with an exclamation point, volume 14, number 10, with articles by Betty Burnley, Jack Burnley, and reproducing black and white proofs of two images from Action Comics 28. Hmm. So that must be a fanzine yeah. that was out when, at least when both of them were alive. I don't think yeah. there were too many fanzines in 1940 yet. But yeah. So this says volume 14. So if you take, say, each year as a volume, um, this thing, the comics, had been around for a little while. Yep. I did a Google search and couldn't I couldn't huh. I, I couldn't type it in the right way. I'm I'm sure somebody else somewhere has talked yeah. about this, but that's such a generic name that even with the exclamation point, I, I just I didn't get anything. So somebody will let us know. Hit us up on Twitter or on the forum forum the just fanboy.com. The comics. Exclamation point. All right, let me tell you what happened in this story. This synopsis comes from, uh, comes from Mike's Amazing World of Comics. Lois and Clark visit the circus to investigate a series of strong-arm robberies. The suspect, in, uh, said it wrong. the suspect involved resembles the circus strongman Herculo. They interview the circus owner, Mr. Jenkins, who explains that robberies have occurred in other cities when the circus was in town as well. Herculo claims no knowledge of the robberies as he tries to impress Lois by beating up Clark. Clark decides to play uh, Clark decides to place a report in the paper about Herculo as a challenge to Superman. He also marks some money which is quickly stolen from him by the bandit. 
Later, Superman shows up at the circus. He and Herculo duel as a show for the audience. Jenkins is impressed and goes to tell the newspapers. He discovers that a clown is the robber because the money Clark marked stained his hands red. The clown attacks Jenkins, who is rescued by... Good Lord. Wrong with me tonight. The clown attacks Jenkins, who rescue... (laughs) (sighs) It's the last sentence. I'm on the last sentence. The clown attacks Jenkins, who is rescued by Superman, while Herculo knocks out the clown. Ed, what'd you think? There you go. I, I think the the story was a little bit easier to read than perhaps that was. Uh, you know. Yeah, very much. I, I, I don't know. And uh, for some reason, uh, there in the uh, second paragraph, when you said the bandit, Eastbound and Down yeah. started playing Wait. in my head. It's, uh, sorry. Yep. That's, We're that, it's that generation. You it has nothing help. to do with the book, but you can, you can ask my yep. wife. One out of every three sentences will trigger a song lyric in my head, and and I'll yep. say something. I'll, I'll I'll carry on with the rest of the song, and she's like, "Are you singing?" Uh, yeah, sorry, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't. You know, I can't help it. So watch um, old band. Just watch that bandit run. Run. Yep. Uh, I I I enjoyed this. Uh, I I liked the setting. I I think um, I liked the uh, well. Everything is presenting as this is the bad guy, but then right at the end, it's like, oh no, this yeah. is the bad guy. You you would not have been able to get that from anything in the story. Uh, so it it was just a uh, just a, a switch in the writing. So Terry says you guys sing often. Uh, we, uh, yeah, she she does it too. Um, yeah. I usually leave her hanging. I'll just as as she figures out what the song is and starts. That's usually as long as I want to sing it. So yeah. No, if you've it, not listened to it, you should check out uh, "Me First in the Gimme Gimmies, Their cover of "Eastbound and Down." Okay. Like a punk, a punk rock super group that only does covers. They've released like four oh, or five albums, and wow. they are okay. Like a lot of '80s songs. They did a mm-hmm. country album. It's their great stuff. Uh, I will say that I actually figured out who our criminal was really right away. And it's only because typically if somebody is writing a mystery and they want it to be an actual mystery, the the general rule is you're introduced to the murderer or whoever in that first chapter. Okay. And so you introduce the reader to a bunch of characters in that first chapter, but the rule is you have to introduce that the, the bad guy, because if you don't, if by the end you find out the murderer is somebody that you haven't even met yet in the story, then the writer did not do their job. But there's a moment in this story where when we first meet the clown, it's basically where the strong man is kind of flexing his muscles and trying to impress Lois. And at first Lois seems to be going for it, which just made me shake my head at Lois. Yeah, Lois. Yeah. But she basically says, you know, Superman's stronger than you. And he's, ah, you bring him here and I'll show him. And, and uh, suddenly this clown just pops into frame. Okay. And he's like, and I'll referee the match. And uh, I didn't figure it out then. But the next time I saw the clown, I'm like, oh, I bet the clown's the bad guy. Okay. And that's he's why not he doing anything else. Right. Yeah. He's not doing anything else in the story. Okay. Everybody else had something to do, basically, except for the clown. He's just there. So he had to be the bad guy. And 
I tried to use the same logic in the next story we'll talk about in the next episode because it's a mystery as well. But mm-hmm. uh, mine, I didn't figure that one out. I wasn't. Oh, yeah, I'm. I'm not that smart. Although, uh, I in my, in my defense, I will say that mysteries are not the most uh, of the types of literature that I've read. So yeah, I, I I don't necessarily know the the tropes and and things for mysteries as well as I do say uh, high fantasy, uh, which is yeah. What I've predominantly read, well, in comic mm-hmm. books, yeah. And one of the other things I was thinking about, as far as uh, I just the the whole time, all, I couldn't help but think it can't be Herculo, because it's, it's as as I don't want to say the writing at this time is bad, but it's not as um, sophisticated as right. the writing right. you get nowadays. So as not sophisticated as the writing was back then. For them to try to introduce a mystery in which the bad guy basically goes out in the costume that the, <laughs> the strong yeah, guy that's... goes in and always seems to be robbing people in the town that the circus happens to be in. That I, Herculo is stupid, but he's not but, that stupid. Uh, yeah, it's like, no, that's <laughs> so, too obvious. It can't yeah, be. Yeah. 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 Um, so let's see. What else did I write here? Oh, um. And exactly how much did all the tickets for all the orphans cost that right. Clark just did a, a pocket maneuver there? And he's like, oh, here, let mm-hmm. me. Uh, we, we, I think we established a while back that Clark's got some money. He, I, uh, I guess so. Yeah. You know, I know that there was the one, the one story where he had to raise like a million dollars and right. uh, there was another story where he made all that money, the black gold swindle. Right, the, he made, the oil he made well a lot thing. of money. In, yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm assuming he just invested well when he when he got that big windfall, and so he's just been I sitting guess. back and enjoying the profits. Either that, or yeah, newspaper reporters get paid bank back then. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I was a little disappointed in Lois when she first seems to be kind of into Herculo because yeah, he's I'd... a he's a big mighty he man, and she's always telling Clark that he's not a he-man and which but. i i guess what we're doing is is falling into um some misfortunate characterizations there i guess the, yeah. the dude is big and and muscular and very alpha testosterone and and that's yep. what um th- that's what women like the females that's what they you know it's like okay it was probably only a quarter to get in oh into the well, but still, I mean, there's, there's, I, I don't, let me get to there. There's, they probably drew 10 or 15 little boys coming in yeah. uh, enough actually to take a whole section of the seating, whatever the seating well, arrangement is. Um, there's enough to take an entire section, we're told. So, yeah. And he actually, Clark says, um, sweet Kansas farm money, huh? I, I, I yeah. don't even know if I know what that is. <laughs> Let's see. Where's the line? Yeah. Clark buys a hundred tickets for those. A hundred. Oh, it said. Okay. Yeah. So see, even back then we're in 1940, that'd be 25 bucks if it was a quarter a piece, which is, that's some change. I mean. But Doug's right. You know, there's nothing more lucrative in this world than farming in Kansas. In Kansas. Yeah. Okay. So you you got to be one of those lucky farmers though, that just happens to farm something that the government 
you know, pays you a subsidy not to farm. Oh, you heard of okay. these? You heard of this stuff? Yeah, I, I saw. Yeah. I saw a comedian talking about that. It's like, so what do you do for a living? I'm a farmer. Oh yeah, what do you do? I don't farm corn. Get up every morning and I go out to the field and make sure there ain't no corn growing, and then I go back to bed. <laughs> yeah, paid to That's not. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, if you really want to, go ahead and grow it. Take the money for not growing it, and then sell what you grew. So you you That's double. What- that's what farmers markets are for. You double up on it there. Yep. Uh, let's see. We had we're introduced for a moment to the high diving act that does make a return later in the in the story. That that was uh, an interesting twist on that particular endeavor. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they, they dive into a, a large tank that has uh, full of water with gasoline on the surface of the water that's on fire. And they do explain that the, the guy who runs the circus says that they, they, they fall into the water so quickly that the, 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 the fire can't burn them. And it's like, okay, how do they get out? Uh, yeah, there's, does, uh, does somebody quickly come over and snuff the, cause they're not going to be able to stay underwater for that they, long. They push the fire away from one little spot. They surface they're, here. Yeah. They're, yeah. It's doing this, pushing the fire away. Yeah. 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 Uh, Clark is shaking the hand of Herculo and has to pretend like, uh, is Herculo is obviously one of those guys that's going to show his strength by crushing your hand. And so Clark has to pretend that it hurt. Um, I think we've seen it now that it's going to be a, a common feature that the thought is in parentheses in a speech yeah. bubble. Yep. Yep. Yeah. They obviously haven't at this point when it comes to lettering, of course, I'm not reading any other Golden Age books. Do you notice that in in the Batman books you're reading, or no? Because honestly, it hasn't gotten to a point that there's a whole lot of inner inner dialogue yeah. really. So there's no so it's no just, need to differentiate because there's only yeah. it's only speech. So typically, what we see in these Superman books is that the parentheses within the word bubble. But because every once in a great while we'll see something slightly different. It's obvious that they haven't come up with that standard yet. They haven't right. picked the, you know, this is this is how the reader knows that it's going to be their their inner dialogue because of this. So, uh, see if there's anything else about this story I want to I want to talk um, about. I also want to know what that powder was that he put on the money. Right. Uh, it just it covered that guy's hands and hands red like yeah, bright red, like yeah. blazing of. Full color red. <laughs> yeah, it. So yeah, that. I'm gonna get some of that powder. A small can from his pocket and sprinkle yeah. some powder over the bill. So he was already carrying the the canister of whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, that's weird. I do like the uh, the the contest between Herculo and Superman, where mm. Superman's yep. just doing that thing where he lets Herculo hit him, and then he makes some sassy remark to him, and. Then Herculo's big finishing move when nothing else works is to r- run at Clark, uh, Superman and ram his head into uh, yeah. Superman's chest, which obviously doesn't work. Yeah. Knocks him right out. He's done everything else. And it's like, well, let's see if yeah. the, it's like, dog, you're, ju- you're going to break your neck. <laughs> Superman then leaping over the elephants and doing somersaults over each one. That was kind of funny. He becomes a circus act. Yeah. Leaps up to the top of the tent and then spins like a top on his way down. Yep. 
And it's and uh, the it's, elephants. It's it's interesting because basically what he does is he climbs up. We we see a row of elephants here in the panel, and he has uh, climbed up or jumped up to the back of one, and then he just does uh, somersaults and lands on yeah. the next one and somersault and like la- that's all. I mean that that's like um, any trapeze artist, any elephant, I mean, any number of people could do that. It's, I, I guess it's impressive to look yeah. at, but it doesn't have anything to do with him being Superman. Oh, yeah. But during his big performance, that's when we get the reveal of the clown being mm-hmm. the bad guy. And we learn mm-hmm. that uh, the clown used to be the strong man for the, for the circus. And Jenkins replaced him with Herculo and said, well, you can be a clown, <laughs> you know? You you can't be the the strong man anymore, but I'll let you be a clown. And so this clown, who's never given a name, he's just known as the clown. He decides to not only start robbing people in every town to make the circus look bad, he dresses up as Herculo to make Herculo look bad. And I think the more that they draw him, the bigger he gets. Yes. I was going to say the same thing. So the, the it, very few appearances we get of him before the reveal, not once that I go, "Whoa, he's a pretty big guy." No, yeah, but, yeah. But leading up to the reveal, and then at the, it's like, "Oh, well, he is as big yep. as Herculo." So, yeah, didn't didn't start out that way. No, not at all. Uh, yeah, I don't know that there's anything else I want to say. It was pretty. St- it was a fun Superman story. It's pretty straightforward, though. Kind of weird that Jack Burnley's the same guy that did the uh, World's Fair issue, right? right? That that we all that we both thought was eh, is fun, but it was you know. Yep. So maybe they just saved him for the more not crazy story, right? Yeah, you know, because yeah. um, the next one we're going to talk about in the next episode is pretty fun and crazy. Make note: the clown shoots Superman. Yes. Right. Just, just make make a mental note that somebody shoots Superman in this story. All right. And we get Herculo. Uh, he's the one that actually ends up taking out the clown. So yep. After it's like being being all butt hurt that Superman beat him to begin with because yeah. Herculo his whole thing was that he was he was the alpha as, as alpha as anybody around here. And Lois said no, and then Superman comes in and proves well, no. <laughs> but yet he I I think that he must have been privy to portions of the conversation and in in my head canon he is taking out the cl- the clown to to save his own uh his own name. Yeah, yep. So so what okay, one last thing is the name of the the bandit. So a couple of times he's referred to as the strong arm bandit, but he's also referred to as leopard skin bandit because mm-hmm. the the little the little outfit he wears is, is leopard skin yep like like tarzan the, the over the one yeah, shoulder yeah. whatever that's called like tarzan wore in the movies uh, unitard i think is what it's called and there's even when when the clown is shooting superman superman says bullets don't harm me mr clown alias mr leopard skin there you go it's like come on that's that's the best you can do mr leopard skin Hey, it, it is 1940, so it's yeah. Herculo's a good name, I guess. But um, you, you you kind of envision what type of character it's going to be just from that name. Yeah. Now I, I was, even though I kind of figured out it was the clown, there was a part of me that was really hoping that it would be Herculo, 
because he does seem to be, or, or at least the bandit seem to be stronger than your average strong man. I mean, he throws that one guy across the room. Yeah. He rips the, the gear shift lever out of the car. <laughs> and so I'm hoping, all right, we got a strong guy that's finally going to go up against Superman, you know, a couple of powerhouses fighting. And now that wasn't the case at all. No, he, he didn't even come close to Superman. Didn't make him stumble, no. teeter, nothing. Yep. 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 Superman was just a brick house. Ooh, he's my tomate. Yep. Sorry. You know what? It was uh, just this year. I was uh, just within the last six months, I found out that and never realized that that was, um, now I can't even think of the name of the group, but Lionel Richie's group, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just never would have guessed that Lionel Richie would have been on a song. Brick. Owls. Yeah. Good song, though. All right. Anything else you want to say about this? No, sir this issue all right so then we'll just close it out folks that was uh action comics number 28 so until next week i'm steven and that's ed and this was the superman super show bye ciao bella you've been listening to the superman super show questions and comments can be directed to the superman super show at gmail.com you can follow the show on Twitter under the handle at Soup's Super Show. That's at S-U-P-S Super Show. And continue the conversation at the Super Show Forum at forums.justanotherfanboy.com. We also encourage you to rate the show wherever available and share this podcast with a friend. All links will be in the show notes. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine.